This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast, where principal and certified life coach Lynn Harden teaches you how to leave work at work and in between get more done with energy using her proven formula after leading three award-winning schools. And now, here's your host, Lynn Harden. Hi, everybody, and welcome, Ashley. Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast. And yes, I'm Lynn, your host for this episode. This is Ashley Wolf, and she is a life coach and can be found on or anywhere on the web as the teacher mindset coach. And what she does is that she provides mindset mentoring at the campus level. She's also the creator of this hysterical product called the Cards Against Educators. And currently, not only being a life coach, but she works at the elementary school level as a librarian. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for agreeing to be here and joining us on this episode. Yeah, thank you, Lynn. This is going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to go deep fast and it's going to be (laughs) fun. I think so too. Well, we're both Texans, so mm-hmm. we're just going to get to the point and, <laughs> and, and, get, and get right there and kind of say it how it is, right? Right. All right. Well, I'm just curious as to why. Why become a life coach and a teacher mentor for mindset? Why? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just been a passion of mine, like self-help, you know, back in the, the day, like when I was in high school and college, I loved self-help books. I was drawn to the self-help book section in the bookstore. And whenever I was early in my career as a teacher, the movie The Secret came out, which is after the book The Secret, very much like law of attraction, manifesting things. And even though that isn't my my motto, like manifest and, and law of attraction, it was my early learning into mindset. So whenever the pandemic shut school down in March of 2020, I was already a school librarian after 13 years in the elementary classroom. And I noticed that people in my on my campus, we were connected through Zoom and I created a Facebook group for us to kind of have a, a home base since we weren't showing up to work anymore. And I just started dropping mindset stuff in there for them, tips and tricks that I kind of just knew after all of the information that I had been consuming for years. And that's when I realized and that's when I decided I really do want to go after 
a more hefty and more official life coach certification. So I did that in, in July. Yeah, July of 2021 is when I got certified through the life coach school. And I've remained in the classroom in the library through it all, which I'm so glad because I'm still connected to the people who I want to help the most, which are classroom teachers. Being there at a site level gives you a front row of what's happening for our schools today. Mm -hmm. So for principals, what would you say to them is the biggest thing going on with teachers right now? Yeah, right now is just a little bit different than when I first started offering the mindset stuff. So when we were still six feet apart, but in school, I was offering like a, a support group every Wednesday in the library for an hour. Come, I have coffee, I have treats, and we will just talk. And a lot of that support centered around dirty dishes at home, spouses not not behaving themselves, you know, like it was very external as far as what was stressing them out the most. And that makes sense, right? Because we had half of the student body was in the school and the other half roughly was online. And even though that posed a different teaching dynamic and it posed different struggles, the struggles that I'm seeing today when all the student body is back and we're now, you know, the years fade together, they blend together. I don't know how many years sometimes that I we've been back in person. Like that's how odd it is to even think. But what I'm seeing now and what my principal and I are actively collaborating about is that mental health for teachers is no longer a taboo subject for most of them. The, the younger generation of teachers needs, for lack of a better phrase, a lot of hand-holding. But that makes sense too, because we are seeing behaviors in children in academic levels in children that are so spread out in just one classroom unit that a first or second year teacher or a teacher going from one grade to another and having like a first year all over again with the pressures not easing up at all from the state, it's like this is a brand new challenge that once you get into the challenge of like classroom management as just one example, you really have to set aside dedicated time to help train the teachers because we've never been faced with this before as far as like the amount of, let's say, disrespect or the amount of like yesterday we were dealing with some theft in fifth grade between students. Young teachers who want to be there need help, like active help on so many different levels, not just academic anymore. And I think that's what principals are probably going to be like, oh yeah, I'm seeing that at my campus too. I, I would say that I'd always seen those, what you're describing um, at campus, but I suspect, I don't know, I left the site in 2021. I would suspect that it is escalated because of what the children have experienced with being out of school for a year. 
and no longer being as school ready and not having that consistency and there being some trauma for both teachers and students. So I would see why behaviors would be escalated can give ideas of ways to to handle and support behaviors and to support children. And yet, if your head isn't wrapped around it, if your thoughts are or your mindset isn't, for better, a phrase that people will relate to, growth or fixed. In other words, if you don't have an open mind yeah. to what this is, the taking these actions will not result in the results that you want. Right. So how receptive, what is it like? Are you, are you seeing teachers receptive to both the mindset and the tools or just wanting the tools? Yeah. The, the, the typical teacher, even at my campus where I've, I've been known as like the mental health person, or, I mean, this year more than ever takes on a whole nother dimension of like, oh, but she helps with mindset also. And like just yesterday, I was in a second grade classroom helping with a, like a pretty typical spring situation where a teacher is like banging your head against the wall because we've gone over this a million times, kids. What do you do when you're done? And they can tell you, but in the moment when everyone's working and the teacher has her small group and she's hyper-focused on just her small group. And here comes a little kid from the side, tapping her on the shoulder. I'm done. And it's like, I'm sure teachers everywhere are like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going through this. I don't know how many times I've said it. I've made an anchor chart. I've done this. And so that teacher was like, can you just come in and help? Because I don't know what to do anymore. So even though that's a classroom management situation, I can work both with the students on that and the teacher. The teacher I would work with away from the students. So what I did with the students yesterday was I said, all right, we're going to go super slowly and see what we think, what's going on in our brain when we are done with our work. And it's so funny because whenever I ask them like, hey, what do you say to yourself, second graders, when you're done with your work? And they were all like, go to in and get independent activity. Like they really wanted to tell me. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but we're going to take it super slow. So I had them say like, say to yourself, I'm done. Like we took it that slowly. And I had to walk them through what's going on super fast in their own brain. Like I'm done. And then they don't pause to think and truly discern what they have to do next independently. They're jumping over that independent, perhaps even like a little uncomfortable of like not knowing right away. And they're going and bothering the teacher. And they're asking her. And my assumption is, and my theory is, that the kids don't want to feel the shame or embarrassment or discomfort of not knowing what to do. And they don't want to persevere through a process of figuring it out. So they just go to the teacher because they know that's safe. And then they know that's instant. They know that that's for sure. It's certain. And what do humans want? Like we want certainty, right? 
Right. And, and, and safety. And it's interesting though, and I'm not there and I don't know the kids or the teacher, but it's interesting as you tell the story, I can hear the teacher's frustration. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering what, what she's thinking. They're all reacting to the, they're all making a story up or a narrative or a reaction to the same neutral circumstance. Work is done. Right. The kids have one thought and feeling that's not serving them, but the teacher also has a thought and a feeling that's not serving her and her kids. So how would you coach her? She's also having a reaction that a frustration, you know, she's feeling for, she's saying something. Yeah. I suspect she's saying, I can't believe they don't know what to do and yeah. feeling frustrated. Creating a result of, they don't know what to do. So yeah. how would you coach her? Yeah. So we would look at that exact thought, like what Mm -hmm. she came to me with, like, I can't believe they don't know this already. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I see teachers being like, it's January. They should know this or it's October already. They should know this. And what I've been able to do, especially since I've been removed from having only one group of 25 kids all year, Now I see 650 kids once a week for 30 minutes all year. So it's a big difference. But when I can be removed, I can start noticing like, okay, well, what do I do when I'm frustrated with kids with library skills? Like, okay, y'all should know by now because I catch myself doing that. But what I would, what I would really recommend to her, to a teacher saying like, why do they not know this by now? If it's a process, like thinking of what you do when you're done, I would really recommend to ask yourself, like, what's the rush on them all having it perfect? Yeah, yeah. And I would even, I would even be curious to, well, why don't, the question was, why don't they have this down by now? Why? You tell me why. And, and to answer from a place of non-judgment mm-hmm. and, and curiosity. Just, I'm curious, well, why do you think they don't have it? There could be good reasons. I'm of the philosophy that children are never misbehaving. They just haven't been taught what it is that you need. And so it, we may need to reteach, we may need to revisit. And also I'm of the philosophy, it's never personal. But when you're tired, but I don't know, when I'm tired, it's always personal. I take everything <laughs> personal, right? So we never rise above a human being. So all of the things that you and I are discussing are what a life coach would do. Yeah. Is what a, or what a teacher mentor would do. Yeah. Um, and so, to, and we, you and I have been trained on what we call the model by Brooke Castillo, which is that I'll just do a real teachable moment real quick. Actually, why don't you? You're my guest. Would you do, okay. how do you feel about doing a quick down and dirty, what is the model yeah, created sure. by Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School? Yeah, yeah. So we all have life things happening in our lives. And whenever I'm teaching the model to teachers, I like to start with something super simple, like what's your favorite color? And everybody has some different colors. Some of us have similar favorite colors. And it's not a problem. Like we don't think a thought about like, oh, she likes purple. I cannot believe, like we don't let it bother us or even make our day that someone's favorite color is purple. Like it's, it's neither here nor there. 
And so I used favorite colors as an example of a completely neutral circumstance. The person has a favorite color. It doesn't have any power over the thoughts that I think about them because of their favorite color being what it is. So we have stuff that happens that is factual. That is otherwise known as a circumstance. And the circumstance will filter through, and teachers will understand this, it'll filter through our background knowledge, our schema, our life events, and our formation of reality. <laughs> it'll filter through that just like it does with kids, and we'll have thoughts about it. Now, there's a lot of research about subconscious thinking that is automatic, and then we have thoughts that we practice intentionally. And I think both of those things weigh heavily on a, a person's thought process. The thoughts that they are thinking aren't always by choice. And so we think thoughts. So my colleague's favorite color is purple. My thought is probably, that's cool, mine is too. And then I will feel something, an emotion, after I think a thought. So an emotion we like in the coaching world, we like to focus on just one word instead of a statement because a lot of us are so, um, we practice saying, I feel like you're lying to me or something. That's not a feeling, actually. That's a statement. That's a thought. So that would go up in the thought. So a feeling is a one word emotion, like frustrated or joyful. And rather than good or bad, we try to extend from, go deeper than good or bad. Yes, to really describe fully what we're experiencing. Because a feeling also can be a sensation, like a physical sensation. And that's a cool conversation too, because physical sensations like hunger can really like drive a person, no matter what age they are, to do certain things. So like if you're a child and you're hungry, you're probably going to be whiny. So feelings will cause us to behave or act in certain ways. We can also avoid acting in certain ways if we feel something. So if we feel rejected, we're probably going to avoid going into a crowd and like being ourselves and putting ourselves out there. And all of that kind of boils down to the final part of the model, which is the result which is just another way of like, how are you showing up in the world? Like your complete picture, that's your result. And we can go very, very micro and like look at very small components and we can go very macro and look at the big picture, but that just boils down. Basically any scenario in life, most of it, and this is the kicker, most of it is gonna be completely within a person's control. Because your thoughts, feelings, actions, and the, the results of your life are just you. The circumstances are outside stuff. And most of it is all about us. It's an inside jump is what I like to say. Thank you. Beautifully said, beautifully taught. And I just will add on yeah. that this means we have all the power. Because we can't change or control or cure. We can't change how other people are behaving. We can only change our thoughts or what we make it mean. Mm -hmm. And thoughts and emotions are directly related to results. Mm -hmm. As we begin to wind down, I could not 
stop this episode without first asking about, tell us about Cards Against Educators. Oh my gosh. Cards Against Educators. If you go to cardsagainsteducators.com, you'll get everything that you need. <laughs> it is based on a favorite game of mine called Cards Against Humanity. And I've loved this game for over a decade. So it's a way for teachers to come together and like just honestly have a good hard belly laugh about our own profession. And sometimes it creates conversation starters too. Like we can talk about that one time that we had a grandma come pick up her son or her her grandchild on her riding lawnmower at you know at dismissal. Like it's a way for us to really truly just laugh with our teacher friends connect with each other so thousands of teachers got their free version in december of 2022 it went viral on tiktok and i'm so happy because like the the videos are are rolling in the pictures are rolling in of teachers sitting around a table at the holidays with tissues in their hands because they are laughing so hard that they're crying over playing this card game with each other and so it's my gift to the world of teachers to really just dedicate some time to have a good laugh oh thank you for doing that and <laughs> laughter is such a beautiful cure and i know a solution because it changes how we see things in order to laugh we had we would have had to have changed our thoughts we would have had to have changed our perspective and see it different so thank you for that beautiful gift to our amazing teachers so how do they find it how do they go and get this version of Cards Against Educators. Yeah, it's, it's as simple as cardsagainsteducators.com. You don't even need the W's, just cardsagainsteducators.com. You'll put in your email address and immediately get your free PDF. And if you're one of those who wants the paid version, the links are in that first email. So Ashley, where can we find you online? Great. Yeah, teachermindsetcoach.com is my website. Ashley at Teacher Mindset Coach, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Teacher Mindset Coach. I answer any question. It doesn't matter how big or small. I'm open to just meeting people and talking to as many teachers as I can so I can help them. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for all the work that you're doing in education and for our teachers. I'm so grateful. Thank you for your friendship. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe. And also take a few seconds to give the show a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to.